You know what today is? It's Freeing Friday. Yeah, so it's a perfect day for the Free to Be Show. This month on the Free to Be Show, we're talking about soul forgiveness. And the second installment of this series is called Forgiveness is Self-Love. Think about this as we again begin with our agreements. As I go into the intro, uh, listen to the intro in agreement with the words that you hear. I'll be right back. Let's normalize that smiling is being present with your soul and accept that you have the power to replenish from within. Let's agree that you are the creator of your world. Own the energy of your words. Most importantly, replenish with your own smile. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. I'm your host, Cordelia Gaffal, the ultimate joy monger. My name literally means the heart of the ocean of forgiveness. Listen to this show as if you are excavating your life for places where you limit your own freedom. Are you free? Let's see. So let's begin with defining what do I mean when I say forgiveness is self-love? Now, I've taken a couple of notes. from So from time to time, for those of you who are watching, you may see me look away um, or appear not to be looking at the screen. Um, so self-forgiveness is, is uh, uh, forgiveness is self-love because it actually renders you unapologetic for uh whatever it is that may have already transpired or may be happening currently. For example, when you experience fear, anxiety, microaggressions or macroaggressions, also known as trauma, you can simply pause and uh, ground yourself with, I am here. And I encourage you to, you know, let's, let's try that now. Touch your heart and touch your, your stomach or put both hands on your heart, whatever works for you and say, I am here. It's like a declaration, right? And because a lot of times we, uh, when we're in that self-abuse mode and I'll, I'll get more to that in a little bit, we tend to stop breathing, right? Um, and what I mean by self-abuse, believe me, <laughs> I've experienced some traumas, okay? And so I'm not at all diminishing anyone's experience, but there comes a point when you, when in my experience, I have repeated the things that my previous oppressor had been telling me even long after they're no longer in my life. And so that's where it becomes self-abuse. Um, and again, not to diminish anybody's experience, I've also experienced those thoughts coming without me pulling them up, if you know what I mean, right? They just show up, just like that ticker down there, right? And when they show up, um, this is cause for pause uh, uh, so that you love yourself. Hello, Nicholas, thanks for stopping by. So um, 
to get back to declaring, right? I'm, I'm gonna break it down, the etymology of declare. That's to clarify, right? And to make something clear. One thing that I have said um, probably in a, in, well, mostly in private conversations with clients is that when, once you're clear on the, that you have a choice, let's start with that part, because many times we feel that we don't even have a choice. And so that in itself is a recognition that you exist, that you're here, that you matter, and an opportunity to love that and love you because of that. So um, let's talk about being clear that you have choices. Um, as we unburden ourselves, with the things that exist, right? Because situations are, and we, we, ha we have a choice on how to be with them. Quite often, we, um, we don't realize that we're making a choice. And so that is where later on, when we're wiser, the forgiveness comes. But, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend recently and he was saying that, you know, forgiveness doesn't really mean anything until you've done the work. Uh, because a lot of times in life, or most often, you know, through our religions, I know growing up as an Episcopalian and now, you know, as an adult, as a Muslim, it's we're, we're always talking about forgiveness. Um, I think more when I grew up as a Christian, though, uh, the, the forgiveness piece was forgiving the other person. Um, whereas in Islam, it's more inward focus because it's about accountability. So that's what I'm talking about here is um, being accountable for your actions and your choices in a graceful way, in a forgiving way, you know? So it's not so much about the other person. It never is. Even if it's a situation where you feel like you're forgiving somebody else, you're really forgiving your uh, perception of the situation or your perception of the other person. So that's actually what's happening when we're, when we're talking about um, forgiveness. So for those of you who are watching live, welcome to the Free to Be Show. This is meant to be interactive. So if you have any questions or comments or life experiences that you would like to share, as I'm going through this, I will uh, populate your comments on the screen. And for those of you who are listening, uh, you will, I will read it out and you'll understand what the conversation is. So, you know, knowing that you have a choice is one thing. And this is another opportunity that we often miss. This is another loving opportunity that we often miss. So listen closely to this. You have a choice, right? Give thanks that you have a choice. So often we talk about gratitude and um, gratitude is a way of being just like loving is a way of being. Forgiveness is a way of being. So in order to 
implement the practice of these things, uh, you must give thanks. So the pause is almost like a three-part pause, right? So you pause to be with whatever it is, and then you pause to be clear on what it is that you would like to choose. And then even if you don't make a choice, right? Even if you haven't made the choice yet, you can at least give thanks. And give thanks feels different than be gratitude, um, have gratitude or be grateful, right? So we say give, give thanks, you know, that you have the choice. Every moment you have breath, you always have a choice. And when your breath cease, choice is no longer yours. So take a moment and give thanks for the choice. So let me give you some examples. I can sit up here and, and chat at you and it won't mean anything unless I make it relatable with a story. So for example, like I was, I had to go to a virtual meeting yesterday, but part, a portion of that meeting, I was at the hair salon. And so when I came back, you know, and I went into the room, I mentioned during the meeting that I had just come back from the salon only to have many blank faces staring back at me, right? And so there was a time when I would have felt the need to over explain what I was doing at the hair salon because, you know, they, the last time they saw me, my hair looked the same way it does now. And for those of you who are new to me, you may not even, you're, you didn't know that someone who has locks that going to the hair salon is a thing. And, um, and so I, yeah, we get what's called a retwist <laughs> uh, every month or however, whatever your rotation is, right? To uh, get the, the locks taken care of and make sure that they're healthy. And, you know, that the same thing that you would do if you don't have locks, basically, right? And so it's a, it's a sort of maintenance. And the, I'm, I'm giving thanks that I can use my platform to, to share that with you. And at the same time, there's a piece of me that has a little bit of judgment that, damn, do I have to explain my hair? You know, like there, sometimes I feel that way as a black woman, you know, when I go into certain spaces, I'm like, I just said that I'm a multi award-winning author and speaker and, um, I'm the host of three podcasts. Do I have to explain that I'm good at what I do? You know, or uh, if I if I tell someone that I am a holistic practitioner, do and 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 you ask me for advice and I give you you know advice related to that, and then you say, well, I know something better, right? And the, dismiss, the dismissiveness and you know diminishing of my accomplishments, when I encounter that sometimes, I, I'm not. Um, I, I have judgment towards myself when I have that moment of. I should really explain something to them, then I realize, that I can pause and be like, who am I being. That they don't understand, they don't hear, or um, I feel the need to 
explain myself. And, and that's an opportunity for me from a place of self-love to be with that and either, um, if it makes sense, be a stand for whatever it is I need to be a stand for, or I can choose to disengage because those people are not my people. Uh, my people would be with me and understand who I am, what I bring in my power and what I offer in the world, and they would value that. And so when I recognize that I'm not with my people, then, you know, not that I hide, but I make a choice and I'm, I give thanks for the opportunity to make that choice. So let's talk about what that means as far as, um, again, forgiveness being self-love. When forgiveness is self-love and you give thanks for the choice, now I can begin again by loving myself. And so this is where this takes you into what I call my replenish me process, right? Where I can release the um, what's accepted and expected of a black woman, right? Or of whatever designation or category I've put myself in and I've what role I've assumed in that situation. And I can have compassion for myself and uh, begin again. So releasing attachment to all labels, releasing attachment to all, um, all judgments that I have of myself, right? And then choosing in the way of understanding what are my values and, um, and how to use my voice. So I'll be right back after this commercial break, um, which actually details a little bit more my Replenish Me process and um, my upcoming retreat. I'll be right back. Practicing self-love is to nurture the soul. And to nurture the soul requires elemental reconnection with nature. Fire is your sexuality and earth your mindset air your voice and water your heart set replenish me saint martin experience is what you require for your soul join me february 19th through 25th and 2023 release restructure refresh and rebirth. Nurture your soul elementally in St. Martin. So as you can see there, basically um, this pouring in is in relation to you are a reflection of your world. And the, the most, the easiest way to see the reflection of your body systems and your world is to reconnect with nature. Um, so the, the self-forgiveness and goes hand in hand with how to replenish yourself, how to pour back into yourself. So when you have really experienced, uh, it, you know, 
trauma, I want to say this, it's, it's very relative. For some, one person's trauma could be um, just the upset of being outside of their comfort zone for a full day. And that can be traumatic for some people. For other people, it you know, because their uh, what I call life suit, right, is not acceptable in some places, they their whole life, if they choose to view it that way, is a trauma, right? Um, and by life suit, I mean that the way that we look to and and that's what causes all these judgments and all these preferences and prejudices and everything. So, um, but instead of accepting all of those things and taking on, be a reflection of what you want to see, right? So this is why it's important to have that love within in each moment. Just shut it down with a, ah, I am here. I give thanks for me. Mm. It feels good to be me. And when you embody that, do you feel the difference, right? Just me doing that right now, do you feel a difference in how my presence is and how I'm being? And, and that radiates out to the people that experience you wherever you are, whether it's something virtual or um, audio only or visual only, or you're just walking down the street or walking anywhere, you know? So like today, I'll be traveling um, because I, I have an event that I will be attending and speaking at in Houston with my dear friend or several friends of mine <laughs> um, from the Humans First community that was created during COVID. Um, I guess it started a little bit before COVID, but anyway, so we'll be gathering in person for the first time. And this is an opportunity to look at who I'm being, how I'm being with love and to give myself that opportunity to radiate that out. Whenever I, um, whenever you do anything, right? It always, you, you must always see that it's the inside out. Your, um, your forgiveness of yourself radiates out. It creates a presence. When you walk in the presence of forgiveness. It is its own vibration. I don't have a chart here to show you, but you know, like at the upper tiers, we've got uh, forgiveness, then love. Um, I think compassion might be in between that. And then we have uh, peace and joy and bliss. And so when you're every intention is to to give thanks right that gratitude and forgiveness is together i give thanks that i did this thing that um it could have been a better choice right but now that i know better i can do better so yesterday i made the choice of 
it's so painful to to be uh, sometimes in places and feel that you're unseen and you're unheard. And I can choose to ruminate on that, right? Or I can say, you know what? Those are new relationships. And they're, thank God for loom, right? And I can send them each individual looms and say, look, you know, yesterday was a long day for me. This is what I wanted to share. This is what I heard when we were talking and make it not mean anything, whatever the thoughts were that came up for me. It may not be true, right? Just like it was the end of day for me, it was the end or some other part of the day for somebody else. And so they may have been experiencing something that I didn't experience. And it's exhausting to make any of those things mean anything. So why, you know, make anything mean anything when you can just be in absolute uh, forgiveness with yourself? Look, Cordelia, you're making this mean something that it doesn't, and it, and it has no meaning, right? And I forgive myself for that. So I invite you to do the same. Just anytime you, you know, out of the loving of yourself. So I'm going to recap now uh, what I've been going over. And this is how forgiveness is self-love, right? You pause and recognize that you're here. And that allows you to clarify what your choices are in a situation. And then you pause again to give thanks for having choice. And then you begin again from this place of love, right? And self-compassion, recognizing and being grateful for your choice. So, um, I appreciate those of you who have uh, been here live. If anyone is watching this on the replay, do put your questions and comments in uh, below and I will respond. And of course, if you're listening to this on one of the audio platforms of my podcast, um, always feel free to connect with me by subscribing to my newsletter at CordeliaGafar.com. And for those of you viewing, you'll see that across the screen. If you're listening, the link is in the show notes. So I want to know your experiences with forgiveness. And do you agree? Is forgiveness self-love? And how are you giving yourself the opportunity with that? So I just want to tell you some things that are coming up for the rest of the month. Um, I will continue on the topic of forgiveness. Next week, I'll be doing something a little bit different. I'm doing a lot of experiments this season. So I, I will have, um, hey, Karen. Yeah, thank you for watching. I will be having a guest co-host, um, Stephen McGee, and we'll be talking about the next level of forgiveness which is, you know, this episode was more about forgiveness, generating self-love within yourself. Next week, we will have a discussion uh, about forgiveness, acceptance, and cooperation. 
So you want to tune in for that. Uh, Stephen McGee, if you are, if you don't know who he is, he is a um, executive leadership leadership coach, and um, he's been doing that for decades. And he he is um, quite a leader in his field, but he's also a, a very deeply spiritual person, and. Uh, forgiveness and self-nurturing and self-love is a lot of basis of his work, even though he works uh, in the C-suite mostly. So you want to tune in for that, and I will see you next week. My, my show this week is also intentionally short because, like I said, I'm traveling. So, um, But I, I thought that it was really super important to bring this message of forgiveness is self-love. And do remember that. Give yourself loving. Give yourself grace and free yourself to be yourself. Until next week. So are you free? Do you own your part in that? Rather than lingering in shame, guilt, and despair, let's see where you can create more freedom, more joy, and replenish from within. Visit me at CordeliaGafar.com and sign up for the five ways to only create joy. Until next week, be free.